Let's go. Let's go. Let's We just two brothers from the 336. That's the cell podcast. Yeah, we in the mix. Hey, we here to tell you the truth and nothing but the truth. Just here to open your eyes so you can see the lies. Hey, they said that we would never. I ain't ready for that. But Paul ain't ready for that, man. I made up a whole little half of a. Should I say intro? Hey, bro. And Paul flaked out on me. The Lord blesses people with different gifts, right? That's definitely not one of mine. And it's not one of mine either. So I ain't even going to walk down the path. (laughs) You need to get out the box, man. Get out the box, baby. I'm going to stay in the box that the Lord created for me. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. (laughs) Hey, man, what's up, bro? We back, man. man. Season 2, Death to Self podcast. You know, we out here. Hey, man, I want to do the intro song, though, bro. Maybe by season 4, you can talk (laughs) me up to it. Maybe by season 4. So we just going to skip season 3? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. But yeah, man, you know, Depth Self Podcast Season 2. Um, glad to have you back in, in Waxhaw in, you know, the Charlotte area. Yeah. Um, today's been a busy day, man. Celebrated, you know, my daughter Parker's second birthday. <coughs> um, great party. Got a lot of Baby great friends Park, over. happy second birthday. Yeah. So um, today was a busy day. Been up yeah. all day, getting the house ready, doing everything else. But Man, still had time to come to the podcast. You flew all the, you flew all the way from Atlanta, and they made it out here. So, bro, like it's we here, man. Man, you know, I just want to. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy, like long day today. We had, uh, um, you know, just being in the first responder field. You know, it just really gives you appreciation of life. Like mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't even tell you this, but we had like a cardiac arrest. Somebody that went out on us, like in front of us this morning. This morning. This morning, bro. Damn, like bro. we got that. We got that call at. It came out at like five forty-five, uh-huh. so you know it's just it's a it's an appreciation of life, man. Because you know, like it's at any moment you could be here and you could be gone. Right. So you know, I just I just you know encourage everybody just to be thankful for you know waking up, just being able to wake up and see another day. You know, it might not be perfect. You might not have everything that you want, everything that you need. But you know, like as long as you're able to you know wake up and see the day. Like you got the opportunity to, you know, make that day the best that you can. Right. Um, yeah, man. It's just yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of. That's important to remember. I mean, like you said, first responder field. You're first responder. I'm a first responder. Yeah. So like we know on like a day to day basis, like it any day number one could be your our last, and it's crazy because we see it every day. Like yo, it could be our last day, whatever. But that's no different than whether you're a first responder or a civilian. It's like any, any, nope, tomorrow's not promised for anybody. Um, And, you know, that's important to remember. Um, Make sure we stay focused on that. And when, honestly, when you think about like how finite life is, it, at least for me, it makes me really focus on like God more. It's like, man, like I can go, I gotta make sure I'm right. Yeah. (laughs) Every day. Because you really don't know. Because you don't know. (laughs) Your day can be tomorrow. So you're like, all right, let me just wait until next week to get my life right. But, and then, yeah. You never make it to next week, man. Exactly. Um, Exactly. But focusing on, you know, season two, one of the things we wanna focus on this, this season is really giving y'all more of like who we are. Um, More of like Paul, more of Dennis. Um, let you know, like I don't know, bro. You you was kind of yourself, like you all uh, like. I mean, I was myself, up, uptight, collar, boring, <laughs> theologian. I ain't gonna say boring, but but not nah, the theologian. 
Yeah, but you know, <laughs> see the the thing about season one, I wanted to really hit on was kind of nah, like I'm, I'm just mess with you, bro. Just but no, 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 for real though. Like I get what you're saying though, yeah. because the the goal for season one was really just to lay like the a foundation. good foundation yeah. of like this is what we believe. That was this is what the world that was is. episode one and two, right? The episode foundation. one and two yeah, was the foundation. Exactly. So yeah, but really the whole season was the foundation because yeah. we was talking about you know, um, basic things like you know the foundation of what the gospel is, how to read the Bible, you know, um, you know, think different like basic fundamental you know um aspects of this christian walk i mean because honestly like our target audience for this for this podcast essentially is the church right now we also want it to be not necessarily appealing to people who aren't christians or appealing to the world but we wanted we want people who are not christians or people who don't identify as christians to be able to glean the true gospel from what it is we're saying right but i guess our primary you know we talked about this before our primary uh, audiences, people in the church, you know, um, whether it's the new Christian or the experienced Christian or, you know, somebody who, you know, they've been get, they've been fed, you know, good, true, diligent word or the person who's been fed false word. We want to be able to, to help the church grow, um, both in strength and in, um, truth, but also be able to, be received by people who aren't Christians, right? So, I mean, I think that's kind of going into this episode. You know, we want to talk about like different, just us. You yeah, know what I'm saying. And I mean, you know, again, this this podcast isn't to discourage anybody. You know, we're we're still learning right. as we do this journey. So we're not out here trying to bash anybody. We're not out here trying to judge anybody. We're just out here trying to, you know, just tell the truth the best that we know it. And right. just to personally, for me, I feel like I'm not biblically sound enough. When it comes to spreading the gospel of God, I feel like my story shines more than me being able to go through scripture and be like, okay, this says this, this says that. Just me right. being able to tell my story, which I plan on doing a lot this season. Right. Um, you know, that will, you know, I feel like that would be a lot better than me actually trying to come into the the word of God and actually try to sh- teach what scripture means. No, no doubt. So and, like and I, same thing, same thing with both of us, you yeah. know. Um that's what it is, bro. You you we we use who we are, we use what we know. And we we spread the gospel. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When you think about the Great Commission and you think about like, okay, the, our responsibility as believers to spread the word, never once does it say like, oh, you need to, you know, be an expert theologian. Yeah. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that, oh, you need to be able to dissect scripture word for word or be able to to be the, you know, uh, an expert in, in hermeneutics or anything but like you know, that. But, you know, that's tough, man, because, you know, when you're, when you're out here and you're trying to explain that, you know, people are like, all right, give me Bible. So it's just right. like if you, if you don't know Bible, it's just like uh, because you do need to know the Bible, yeah. But you don't need to be an expert. Right. That's the thing. Like and and it's, knowing the Bible and being diligent in the Word and knowing what it is is what we're called to do. But also spreading the Word as we know it, how we know it, and in truth is is also what we're called to do. Right. You don't have to be you know uh, uh, Charles Stanley. You know, rest in peace, Charles Stanley. I know he just he just passed away recently. You don't have to be you know Doctor Charles Stanley. You don't have to be a Paul Wash. You have to be a, a Doctor Voting. You know, you have to be none of these people. You can be, I can be Paul. You can be Dennis, and just say, hey man, this is what the Word of God is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My and story. yeah, your story. It's your story. Mm-hmm. And so um. I mean that kind of opens it up, like really for this first episode. What are we doing? Just basic Q and A for yeah, the audience to get to know us a little bit better and kind of couple of couple of questions that we came up with just to um, kind of give you all a little bit of information about us as well as trying to um, give the basics, um, I guess of a of what a faith walk kind of looks like. Right for us in practical yeah, for application, us. Yeah, of course, because we not 
I'm not a pastor. You're not a pastor. Right. We're not. So like, we're just regular people. Just like, you know, probably the majority of the audience. What does it look like? Yeah. All right. So, so I mean, you can start it off, bro. Like, what's what's one of the questions that you have, and and we'll just both go at it. Okay. All right. So, uh, first question is, what is or are the biggest things that's changed since you've been going uh, deeper into this walk with God? Um. So for me, that's a. Uh, that's. It's a deeper. It's a better understanding. The biggest thing that's changed for me is understanding, right? So kind of going back to like. I mean, I didn't talk about this in season season one, so people don't know. You and I have had this conversation, so you know. But I grew up in church, and when I moved to Charlotte to go to school and, you know, got married and stuff, my wife and I we used to go to church. We used to go to church here locally, and I felt like I was just going through the motions, and I couldn't understand I had an issue with church. I had a huge issue with church. I was like, man, I, I don't understand why I didn't want to go to church. I didn't have interest in going to church. I had no no drive or or anything to want to go to church and when i did go to church i would sit there and i'm like saying right something's not right i couldn't figure out what it was and so um i stopped going and my wife was like hey you need to go to church we need to go to church i'm like we're just going to church for the motions as i started diving deeper into the word i got a better understanding of the gospel when i got a better understanding of the gospel i got a better understanding of church what church should be and what church shouldn't be and once I got that understanding of the gospel and a better understanding of church, then when I go to church now, I see what it's supposed to be and what it's not supposed to be. So the so I guess to answer the question, the biggest thing that changed in my life since going deeper in the like going deeper into learning more about um, Christ is my understanding of the gospel first and foremost. Of course, what it truly is, not what I've been told. Right. But then also church what it should be as opposed to what it actually is. And it's crazy just when you think about like how the, the gospel has been teach, um, been taught to you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't actually know better, like you'll just go with what was taught to you, knowing that now, now knowing what you know versus what you used to know, man, it's two different things. It's, and it's, and it's, it's, it's scary. It's low key kind of scary. It is scary because <laughs> here's the thing about it, right? How many people do you know and love that are still being fed that, and still believe those things that we unlearned or in the new things, you know, yeah. how many people, and then not only how many people are getting bad theology, how, how bad does that theology reach their roots? You know, right. I I remember we were, I had a, a, a conversation with Zoe one time, one of our friends and I was like, bro, it scares Man, me. Forget Zoe, bro. He was supposed to be Forget here. Zoe. <laughs> Zoe, forget you, bro. <laughs> nah, just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> but no, like it scared me how like, we're having a conversation <laughs> with people that I know and love, and it scared me to to come to the realization. First time ever in my life, I came to the realization that there are a lot of people that I know and love and call friends and even family that may spend eternity in hell because they've been fed bad theology and they've been fed bad or a false gospel. And that yeah. scares me. And, um, you know, it, it makes me sad, honestly. And so that was part of, like I said, the motivation why we started this. And, yeah, you know, like you, you talked about that and um – Matter of fact, I just recently sent that to somebody. Uh, let me see where it talks about with much wisdom uh, is much sorrow. Um, you know, like you've, you've always talked about how, you know, like just having a, a knowledge of a deeper knowledge of what's going on in your faith walk. You know, you have a, a deeper sorrow of, you know, like the people that have been taught false gospels. Right. Um, so let me see. What, what, what was that? Uh, yeah, man. Ecclesiastes one yeah. is uh for much for much wisdom is much sorrow as knowledge increases, grief increases. 
So like they're just kind of yeah. yeah. And you know, you've you've harped on that a couple of times. Uh just saying that, you know, like you you really feel for the people, you know, that you love that right. have been taught, you know, the wrong things and it's just like you're trying to, you know, unteach you're trying to teach them the the correct way to go about it. And the older people are and the more I guess rooted in that belief, be it true or to be a true or false belief, the the more rooted they are, the harder it is to like express those things. Yeah. And it's 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 scary, man. Like, yeah. you know, the last thing I want is one somebody I know and love, <clears throat> anybody, but specifically somebody I know and love to to know that they are spending eternity in hell. Like that right. breaks my heart more than anything. Yeah, and that's where that grief and that sorrow sets in. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man. Um, but shoot, for me to answer the question, man, I'm gonna just say compassion for people. Mm-hmm. Like, but you've known me for a long time. Like, my my fuse is short. Like, very <laughs> short. Very you know, short. I don't I don't have a I don't have an attitude, but you know, I just don't I don't put up with a lot of stuff. You just shut down when things up when right. your fuse short. You just like I'm good. Yeah, I'm out. So you know, just just having that compassion uh, compassion for others and just being able to really just take a second to myself and be like, all right, like, I know that this is, you know, me being me, mm-hmm. you know, I need to take a second to myself. Uh, let me figure out a better solution for this and let me see how I can, you know, communicate with this person to get my point across or, you know, whatever the situation may be. Um, but, you know, it's just, just compassion for people. Like that's, that's the thing that the the Holy Spirit has really been working on me on. Cause I feel like that's like one of my, my weakest things. Yeah. Cause like real quick, shut down. You remember that? You remember that SpongeBob meme? All right. I'm about to head out. <laughs> that should be, that should be your like, <laughs> cause so bro, when somebody do something, you like, time, like, all right, I'm about to head out. I don't be having somebody time, Somebody say something bro. wrong to you. All right. I'm about to head out. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy because it's just like, I never, I knew I was doing it, but I didn't know the extent of how much I was doing it until like I got in God. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just like <laughs> Patience and compassion, bro. Bro. It's crazy. Patience and compassion. So yeah, that's 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 my that's my my biggest thing that um you know that I, I've seen change since I've gotten in this ball. Right. So all right, let's move on to uh the second question. Uh what's been the most challenging thing for you uh ever since you've walked a little bit deeper? Um for me, I guess it's it's accountability. So one of my like soapboxes, like one of the things I like harp on is accountability, right? And so I don't know if that's the law enforcement side of me or the way my father raised me specifically. I say my father, my, my both my parents, but like my father, like you know, take responsibility for your actions. You do something, you do something, whatever. Like if you, take, if you do something wrong, take responsibility, own up to it, whatever. Um, so accountability has always been like my soapbox, um, but. Ironically, one of the most challenging things for me has been like spiritual accountability, right? So if I do something wrong, I know I'm not supposed to do and I do it and the Holy Spirit convicts me. It's like you got to be held accountable. Like the the accountability that I receive from the Holy Spirit is probably the most challenging thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like I suppressed that for so long. I suppressed, you know, the voice of the Holy Spirit saying this is right, this is wrong, whatever. I kind of was going my own way. Even though, like, I heard it and it was deep in the back of my mind, it was kind of like I suppressed it so much that it didn't really affect my day-to-day actions. Yeah. But as I get closer to God, that voice gets louder. And it's like, as that voice gets louder, when I do something I'm not supposed to do, or even when I'm doing, in the middle of doing something I'm not supposed to do. But I don't know about you, but my heart be like. I'm like, man, it's like. My heart be And it is like, it's like, man, like, accountability has been the most challenging thing for me, which is, like I said, super ironic because accountability is one of my, like my core beliefs, one of my core principles. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, that accountability from the Holy Spirit has really been like, bro, it's tough. Yeah, you know, it's it's wild. Hey man, that's how you know you got that conviction, though, bro. That's that's, man, it's that's tough, the Holy man. Spirit, I, bro. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, like when, when I watch stuff, when I listen to stuff, when yeah. I say things, when I do, th- I'm like, oh man, yeah. I gotta own it. If I'm wrong, I gotta be like, you know, Father, forgive me. Yeah, I gotta repent for it. You know, we do our morning prayers. One of the things I pray almost every single day is repentance. Yeah. Because, and when I say that, nine times out of ten, I'm thinking about something I did the day before. Like, <laughs> man, that was wrong, man. That so when you say the prayer the next day, I'm going to be like, oh, Paul did that something yesterday. You, I, yep, you already know. You already know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny, that's, bro. That's the most challenging thing for me. That's funny. What um, about you, man? What's the most, what's your most challenging thing that you faced through through this walk so far? We being honest. Like, we... Mm-hmm. And yeah, just 100% honest. I, I'm going to have to go with, uh, <laughs> and I, I think I was going to be talking about this a little bit uh, later in one of the later episodes, but I know whatever. Where we're going. All right, know where we're going. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> well, all right, where am I going with it? Nah, I'll let you say it. I'm not going to, you know, go ahead. You talking about sexual immorality? See, nah, nah, right, yeah. I ain't said you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's been the, uh, the toughest challenge for me. Uh, you know, like I've always known, you know, about, um, you know, sexual immorality, but I never knew how big I was on it um, until like I got into this walk. And then like, um, for some reason, I don't know, it's like the Holy Spirit likes talking to me when I'm in the shower. Like, it's it's so crazy. Like, I be trying to like taste wash up sometimes. So he'll be talking to me. And I'm just playing. But um, but yeah, man, he, he came to me one time. And, you know, he was just like, you know, you you so worried about yourself. You're not even thinking about the other person. Mm. You know, so I'm just like, <sighs> you know, so it's just like definitely on on this walk. You know, I'm more I'm more cautious of, um, you know, my my sexual immorality. Like, do I still struggle with it? Of course, but you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a everyday um, battle that I that I struggle with. You know, we had a conversation about this the other day. <laughs> so you know, it's just it's it's a continuing thing. You know, where I I, uh, I thought I was one up on the devil. He told me that you know oh, the devil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he told me the man. devil was like, bro, hold my beard. Like, <laughs> so 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. And put, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell that story, not specifically. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell the story. So basically, there was a specific like thing that you've been struggling with. Yeah, and you were told by somebody else that you're not going to be able to kind of step out of this. And so you was like, nah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And so after a while, you had kind of been walking in the right path. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And then you was like, see, devil, I told you, I'm good. And the very next day, the very next day, that temptation came. It was like, and I told you, I said, it was like the devil saying, like, hold my beer. Yeah. You think you good? But this is exactly how it But I, I lied to you not, bro. I was just like so amazed with that situation, bro. Mm-hmm. So amazed with that mm-hmm. situation. And that shows, man, like, even, like, it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. Like, we, we can't, I'm not going to say we, we, it's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing struggle. We are constantly tested. We constantly have to fight, you know. Um, you know, one of the things I think about is, like, addicts, you know, whether it's alcohol or, or drugs. You know, people say, like, you know, I'm an addict. And the person could be clean for 20, 30 years. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm still an addict. I'm like, why are you still an addict? Because I have to fight it every single day. Yeah. Even if they haven't had a drink in 20 years, it's still something that we have to do. And, you know, being a man, you know, just, just sexual temptation and just temptation in general is something that we we have to deal with. Man, it's a, it's a struggle, bro. I'm married, you're single, and we still like, man, it's yeah. tough, you know? Yeah. Um, 
I'm not gonna see. I'm not gonna say and act like I'm one of those those married people. Like oh, I'm married. Uh, you know, I don't never see no woman. Not man. Let's be honest. Like yeah. we all are tempted at times. It's everybody, man. Yeah. Now what you do with, with that, that temptation. temptation determines. You know. Um, you know your your you're, you not say your morale. What you do with that temptation, you know, um, um, is evident of your walk or should be evident of our walk. Um, but that's normal, man. Any man that's that's married and says he's not tempted sexually, I say I would call that man a liar. Yeah, straight up, I would call him a liar. You know, just just even I'm kind of I'm I'm proud of myself with the situation because mm-hmm. like old me would have folded, <laughs> but you know it's just like nah, like I got. You've been you've been showing like from from me being like your accountability partner and you talking to me about it's like situations that rise. I will say, bro, man, I, I told I, you, I, boy, you my lifeline, bro. You thought I was lying last season, like, man, bro, you are my lifeline. Let me tell y'all one time. <laughs> Speed one time, dial three three six six eight one. It's like, hey, but nah. You hear that, Yonathan? He knows my phone number. <laughs> Speed dial, bro. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> he knows my number. Mm. Dang, I thought we were friends, Yonathan. Dang. I about to say yeah. Should we block that? I'm up? cool. Nah, you keep my. Yeah. You want, nah, no, nah, 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 no, nah. Because nah, if y'all need y'all need me, y'all hit me up. Nah, I don't care. That's nah, fine. Nah, nah. I'm 100 percent fine with that. Nah, I really am. I really am. I'm not for real. I really am. I'm just cool. But no, that shows you a real friend right there because he knows. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Like like I will say this. I'm proud of you. I know you don't get it right 100 percent of the time, but I know that you're trying. I know that your your heart is there, and I can see the Holy Spirit working in you. I'm proud of you for that. Like improving on that, even though it's a challenge. From where you were a year ago, two years ago, man, you're you're moving, and the whole I get the 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 evidence of the Holy Spirit in you is evident. <laughs> but you know, it's the crazy thing is like I don't I don't really see it. Like do, when bro. when people when people say like they look up to me and all that, and I just like kind of look like, <laughs> man, I ain't I ain't nobody special, bro. Like I, nah. I get up in the morning, I brush my teeth like you, I put my shoes on like you, my clothes, my shirt, you know. My toddler, I take care of my toddler. You know, it's, I don't, I don't do nothing out of the out of the ordinary. So it's kind of it's kind of hard. I appreciate that, but you know, it's just kind of hard to to realize that. Uh, I mean, I know, of course, that I, my mindset is different, and you know, I move differently now. But you know, it's just I don't I don't necessarily feel like I have anything extra on me. Um, you know, like people say it oftentimes. Like I've had three people within the last two months. Um, you know, like basically prophecy to me and basically saying that, you know, like God's really working in your life, you know, continue to do what it is that you're doing. And, you know, like two were from my church, you know, shout out to my um, my pastor, uh, Pastor Mo. And man, it's crazy. That man be talking to me like every Sunday, like mm-hmm. the whole thing with the, you know, uh, tell your story. Right. You know, I feel like God has literally just told Pastor Mo to keep continue to preach about this so that I can understand it. Right. You know, he's like the dude with the big eyes, with the big head. <laughs> Walking around looking like a little twig, like I need you to keep talking. <laughs> I need you to keep talking to him. Like I've been trying to get him for the longest. Like that's just that's how I feel. Like every service, they just feel like he just like just calling me out, bro. And I promise you, he be looking at me, but I don't think he really do. Right. Um, and there's another guy from the church named RJ that kind of like took me under his wings. Um, you know, and then my aunt, you know, those three people, you know, they they said the same thing. You know, like God is is using you. You know, just continue to let him use you. But you know, it's just like I don't really. I don't really see it, bro. Man, I, I mean, of course, of course, we're doing a podcast, and this is a way of, you know, spreading, you know, the gospel or, you know, whatever so it may be that, um, you know, we're here to do. Right. But, you know, like, I don't I don't feel like necessarily other than this, I'm not. You don't feel like, you don't feel special. Yeah. Well, I mean, number one, I think 
that's a good thing because if you did feel like you were special i'd be like bro you might need to check you know your yeah. ego so i think that's a good thing but <clears throat> i can tell you from my personal experience man but seeing between the re we released the first season and this season like man it's been like me i feel yeah. like i've just been in a really bad place and like you'll call me sometimes and i'm like but I can tell. That's why I be asking you, like, bro, you good? I'm like, man, I can gonna, tell. I can tell. He's gonna ask me how everything's going, <laughs> and I don't want to be honest with him and be like, man, like, I'm, I'm, da, da, da. like, I, I don't want to tell you how I'm like. And so, like, you calling me is the thing that's keeping me like, like, on this path. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, that's keeping me like, hey, man, because I be, I be, man, I like, I've been struggling a lot lately with trying to make sure that I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Um, and you doing you is more than just like it, it, I see it. It affects me because I'll be like, man, I've been like I said, I've been struggling just trying to do everything and and be and walk right. And that goes like, like first season we talk about community, man. Like it's been real the last like few weeks. It's been like, man, like trying to read my Bible, trying to make sure I pray, not in a sense of like legalism, like you got to read your Bible, you got to pray. But like, I know that if I don't read my Bible and I don't pray, I'm drifting further and further and further away. Um, you know, um, I have books on my, my, my reading list that, you know, I, I kind of knock off. Like I just read um, More Than a Carpenter and it took me a while to get through that book. And it's a short book. It took me a long time because I'm like, I just, I just wasn't feeling it. So having, having like, you say you don't feel special, and that's okay. I don't think, you know, you really should or should not. But there's definitely a big impact on what you're doing in your walk when it comes to me specifically. And so I can't imagine how many other people you your walk is, is affecting because, like I said, yeah. man, I've been struggling. I mean, same for you, though, bro. You know, like you, you say that you're you're struggling, but, you know, I, I, I see the growth in you as well. You know, like, bro, we, we go back, bro. <laughs> we go back. Like, we, back we, we know each other. Yeah. So just just knowing how we were back in high school to now, bro, it's, it's, it's day and night, bro. Right. It's day and night. So just like you say, like you see God working in me, like mm -hmm. I see God working in you. You know, I'm glad so you I, see it, man, because sometimes I don't feel it. Hey, bro, I feel some type of way, dog. I don't, man, I, I promise you, man. Man, I, just, I, bro, I be asking. I can hear it in your voice, bro. <laughs> man, I'll be I mean, like, how many I times I ask you, like, bro, you good? And I'll be like, <sighs> uh, you like, you, I'll be like, nah, I'm straight. You'll be like, you sure? I'm like, oh, man. Because, you know, man, as a man, it's hard yeah. to really, like, say it. Sometimes I don't even know the words. And then other times it's like, all right, if I say it, is it going to make sense or whatever the case may be? It's just, it's just a challenge, man. Yeah. It's just a challenge. But, you know, we keep, all I can do is, man, keep pushing every single day, keep, keep, Keep going and, and you know. Yeah. Hey man, hey bro, I'm here, bro. I feel you, man. I'm here, dog. So I guess going into the next question, because I know the answer based on what we just talked about, that's the answer for me for the next question. But I'm gonna ask you, how do you handle temptation? So when it comes to temptation, um, like the first thing I do is um pray about it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like that's that's the biggest thing. Like I want to bring it before God and you know, like let him know that, you know, I'm being tempted about something and then I try to keep myself busy. Um, whatever um, I could do to keep myself busy at the moment. And my, my go-to is normally working out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, like, normally I will try to get me a little workout in and just try to take the, my mind off of whatever that temptation may be. Um, just just keep myself busy, man. I just I don't want to be idle because when I'm idle, that's when I feel like I succumb to that, that temptation. Well, that's that old that old saying, uh, uh, idle mind is the devil's playground. Exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. I feel you, man. Like... Well, what about you though? How do I handle temptation? 
You know what, man? I can say I pray, but I don't as much as I should. You know, when temptation, when te- and I think this is maybe like one of my biggest downfalls. When temptation comes, I generally skip the prayer aspect, like you said, and then I go straight to trying to keep myself busy. And that doesn't work all the time. Sometimes I'm able to kind of fight the temptation on my own, but then other times I fall to the temptation and it's like, talking about it now, I'm kind of thinking about it because I try to fight it on my own. And, um, you know, I think one of my weaknesses is that I could probably try to fight temptation better. Um, when I do try to fight temptation on my own, it's generally me and my own will, my own strength, my own might. Like, hey, I'm, I'm good. You know, military. I'm military. I'm all about discipline. If I got enough discipline, I can handle anything. Which... Sounds good when it comes to the world, when it comes to like, oh, I can get this job or I can accomplish this or I can save this amount of money. When it comes to spiritual warfare, discipline it's a different beast. It's a whole different it's it's whole not it's not that simple. I yeah. got enough discipline, I could just with I can no, that's and so I think sometimes I'm used to being so disciplined in my life that I use that same mentality when it comes to spiritual warfare and temptation. And as a result, it's not effective. Or not as effective as it would be if I say, you know what, I can't fight this on my own. Let me submit to God. God, you fight this for me. And I think um, maybe that's why I've been struggling a lot in the last few weeks is because I haven't really been giving it to God. I've been trying to fight it on my own with my own discipline. And, you know, I'm just I'm a flawed human being and it's not going it doesn't work all the time. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, Shoot. I think man, I'm learning know. stuff just talking through the through the <laughs> through this thing. I was like, man, like, yeah. I think about it. Like, 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 I feel like when you say it out loud, like you're actually able to like internally. That yeah, yeah. You know, saying it, I'm like, man, like, yeah, like it's like because like you know it, but it's just like you actually like speaking it out loud and like you hearing yourself say you ever it. Been to therapy before? I haven't. So I've been <laughs> to therapy because that incident I had years back at the yeah. police department. Um, you know. Uh, uh, the department mandates you go to therapy. Like part of your, if you're involved in the critical incident, the department mandates that you go to therapy to make sure that you're medically clear. And one of the things I learned when I went through the therapy was like, sometimes you don't even really be, you just be talking, verbalizing how yeah. it is you feel. It's like, man, I'm learning something about this. That's kind of crazy. And that's kind of how it is right now. It's like, man, it's like therapy except like people going to be able to hear this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now it's real because your, your story, it's your story, bro. Your story is going to help somebody else. Man, I like my story to look polished and stuff, man. I want it to look perfect. Nah. But you know that's how it it's never gonna happen, that bro. Ain't, that's that's the way that's it's supposed to happen. Be, man. Hey man, but yeah, let's go ahead and uh, you know, before you forget to pray, I'll pray for the first time. You know, yeah, man. um you know. Yeah, he didn't you, open us up with prayer. See, here, here you, go. you gotta you gotta blame me for something, huh? <laughs> I can't take accountability. <laughs> <laughs> you just talk about accountability, I know, like I what know, you mean? I know, I know. <laughs> All right, so we good, uh minds clear. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey man, I love you, bro. Hey man, we in this thing, all right? Yeah, man. You know, Yantan, you want Yantan? We gotta get you to pray one time, man. Yeah, we gonna like at the end of the episode, yeah, we gonna give you a mic, say you have to go ahead and pray <laughs> us out or open us up in prayer, or we gotta get you up here. Matter of fact, we should have asked you some of these questions. He just shaking his, his head. Yeah. head. <laughs> he like it yeah, sounds good. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> All right, dear Heavenly Father, we come before you uh, once again on another season of Death to Self podcast, Lord God. We just ask that you would just, 
use me and Paul, allow for us to be authentic, allow for us to be honest, allow for us to be open, allow, allow for us to be transparent, Lord God, so that way we can tell our story, so that way our story can help others, Lord God. Um, it's a reason why you have us sitting behind these microphones, so I just ask that you would just allow for the Holy Spirit to just speak through us and just allow for us to touch the nations, Lord God. Allow for your light to shine through us, uh, allow for our flesh to die, and allow for your spirit to live. Uh, Lord God, we just love you as always. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, bro.